Hey friends, it's Coley. Welcome to a fresh episode of Still With You. Fresh feels like the right word to use, especially today as we are hanging out with a friend who is passionate about honoring God, living in community with others, and also serving up some fresh fruit in the form of delicious acai bowls. Located on beautiful Pensacola Beach, Bear Fruit Bowls and Coffee was started with an idea and dream to inspire others to bear fruit in their lives. What does it mean to bear fruit? Founders and owners Ryan and Alexis Ford believe it depends specifically on each person's own life, but ultimately comes down to three essential pillars, peace, love, and joy. Their hope is that when you walk into their shop space, you can feel all three pillars and take each of these with you wherever you go, along with an organic build-your-own acai bowl and cup of coffee. I hope you love this conversation with Ryan as we discuss moving from the Midwest to the Emerald Coast, making donuts to serving fresh acai that myself and so many friends are already going coconutty over. Ryan and his family are a rarity as they have invited not only a circle of friends, but an entire community into their story. This is one of the most honest interviews I have ever had the opportunity of sharing, and I do not say this lightly. Let's get to it. Please welcome to Still With You, founder and owner of everyone's new favorite summer hangout, Bear Fruit Bowls and Coffee, Ryan Ford. Well, Ryan, let me tell you what I've learned from you just right off the bat that absolutely blew my mind. I had no idea that on the bottom of my Forever 21 bag or at the bottom of in and out a fry or drink container are Bible verses. <laughs> How did we miss that? Is that something I did not know? <laughs> because I feel like I've missed it. Yeah. So it's, it's so subtle and I love the subtlety of it actually. One of my favorite places to eat is In-N-Out's Burgers. Yeah. Right. All of their fries have, they have a different verse on there. No, I love it. I seek out those things. My brain is like, where's the little details that this artist that's curated this space for us to enjoy has dropped what some people call an Easter egg for us. I love that. And the reason I bring it up is because I know that you, with your company, you and your wife, Alexis, you all do the same with your products in having a subtle Bible verse. Tell me while we're on the topic, is there any other brands that I don't know of that have that Easter egg? Because I've since done a Google search and so far, like in and out and Forever 21 outside of local businesses, the ones that I can find. So is there any that we're missing? (laughs) No, major ones I can't think of off the top of my head. Those are two places that I love that I know that do that. Off the top of my head, I don't have any. At the risk of sounding harsh to say, I think it's interesting that brands, even at that larger scale and even at the local level, are still doing that because I think so much in Christian culture, when others see that, they can think of that as cheesy. Why are people still putting Bible verses on things? Yeah, yeah. I I think it's so unfortunate that it, it is looked at as being cheesy. I mean, I don't agree with that, but I'm saying that is what I feel like I have seen and heard in conversations before. No doubt. You know, if you boil it down, there's a spiritual aspect to everything we do. Yeah. There's always going to be opposition against um, stuff like that. There's going to be a side that doesn't agree with it. There's going to be people that are offended. There's going to be people that don't think that's cool or it's exclusive and it's not inclusive. And I think it's unfortunate and it's just misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. misrepresentation. There's been people that have misrepresented stuff like that, right? Yes. It causes people to think a certain way. But what encourages me is there's such an opportunity. Yeah. 
Like it has been looked at as being cheesy. It has been looked at as being exclusive or whatever. But it gives it gives Christian business owners an opportunity to really do this thing right. And I mean, I just believe in what the word says. Isaiah 55, 11, where you send the word out, it doesn't return void. And so that's what I think of. Absolutely. Welcome to Pensacola. You guys have been here for what? Seven, six months? Two months? How long have y'all been here officially? Thank you. I think it is six months. We came here in September. Feels like I've been here for 10 years. Okay. uh, We've got to change that. That is not how the city should feel. (laughs) In a good way. Okay, good. I don't want you to already feel like you're stuck here. Are you originally from Destin? I know you and Alexis moved from Destin, but does your story start even further outside the Florida coast? My story starts in the cornfields of Indiana. You and me share the same then. I am from Missouri. Nice. Midwest. Indiana. I mean, how did you kind of move south? Yeah. So I feel like even though I was born in the cornfields, I feel like my soul belongs on the beach. Yeah. My wife and I have always, always, always dreamed of living on the beach. Is she from Indiana too? She is. Oh, you all are dreamers. You guys escaped the landlock. By the grace of God. (laughs) Absolutely. So we were with a company, a startup company, straight out of college. I joined this company that had no idea what it was doing, but my pastor actually started the company. And he asked if I would come on board and help build you know, the brand, help build the company. So I did. And then it was like lightning struck in our hometown. Wow. We instantly became the most popular place in our hometown. We had this wild dream. If we can hit all four corners of the United States, then it'll prove that this thing will be able to work anywhere across the United States. That is something I've never heard in a sentence before that you and your pastor decided to open up a corporate business. <laughs> Did you guys hit all four corners? We hit all four corners. The first corner was Florida. In our company, I think we maybe had 10 employees at the time. No one wanted to take the risk to go because it was like the wild, wild west, right? We had no idea if it was going to work. It had been at the very start of COVID, like the worst time to ever try to franchise a business was then. And the only two people that would take on the call was my wife and I. Did you say yes because of the beach or what was the yes moment? It was a calling. It was because we knew the hardships that were ahead of us. You only go on this ship if you believe God's going to carry you through it. So we did. And it was wildly successful. And that's what brought us down to Florida. Why are you not still in that space? What happened that made you feel like you needed to go outside of that calling? Yeah. So what what happened was that the company franchised. Mm -hmm. And when they franchised, I felt like they lost the mission and the heartbeat. And the thing that I was so passionate about, which was about raising up a young generation of believers in the marketplace to share Jesus and to represent him well, that was my passion. And when they franchised, you almost couldn't even share the gospel anymore. Goodness. So because of that, my wife and I was just like, it's our time. Do you feel like it's hard for you to see the business? I'm guessing it's still running and being successful. Is it hard for you to see their achievements and think I could have been a part of that? Yeah, so it was hard. I mean, I spiraled through, to be totally honest, a pretty deep spell of depression. It was really hard. Like I put my life and soul into this company. And then when I left, that's when my faith was really tested. 
What do you really believe? How, how are you going to react in this moment? Are you going to bless these people? Are you going to hold this grudge against them? What, what's it going to be like? Mm-hmm. And just spiraled and wrestled and tossed and turned over it. But ultimately, we got to a point where it's like, we're going to honor them every way we can. We're going to pray for them and bless their business. Yeah. And honestly, hope that they grow to every end of the earth that they can and influence as many people as they can and just believe that God's going to use them. Do you still have relationship? Were the, was there any severance of relationship? That's such a hard decision to make without anyone getting hurt on a, both right, sides. Hundred percent, right. totally agree. And it, and it's the, I think that was the turning point. Was like, let's see this from their side. Yeah, there is no relationship. They actually just to kind of put it out there. Uh, took legal action against my wife and I. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine, especially you just being straight out of college, just (laughs) took a brave leap of faith for the company. How do you walk through that being a young professional and not knowing what the heck happened? A lot of prayer. Oh my gosh. My wife and I have spent so much time in prayer over it, asking for our hearts just to be tender, for forgiveness, to not hold grudges, to not have any bitter roots in our hearts. And community. Part of our story is that we've spent the last few months on staff at Echo Life Church in Pensacola. Yes. Yeah. Dude, they have been one of the biggest sources of healing for us. Um, Can't even explain where I would be without them. Uh, This is a topic that I don't get to touch on very often is hurt within the church and people who actively say that they love Jesus, but their actions don't always follow up. And that's all of us. I mean, we are all guilty of not being perfect, holy people that we are called to be. But Ryan, how do you do that when you have the scars to show where you were hurt? I mean, you have probably some paperwork that's proof of like, this is how bad it hurt. (laughs) What do you do for friends who are in that space where they know and they've heard that there's healing past this, but they don't know what to do next? What do you think that they should do? And like, how did you and Alexis survive it? Yeah, honestly, this is what happened with us may not be the case for everyone. For us, we had to believe the things that we didn't feel or that we didn't think were true. When we had, you know, mentors and pastors of, of Echo Life surrounding us, walking us through healing, they're telling us stuff like, um, you need to honor them. You need to put yourself in their shoes and see from their eyes and imagine what they're feeling. And all of the complex emotions that come with running a business and trying to be a pastor and so many decisions. And in your mind, you're like, yeah, but they, they knew what they were doing when they hurt. It's not on me. But once you reflect, you really realize like there's two sides to the story. There's yeah. always things you'll never understand ever. You'll never understand their emotions and their decisions and your emotions, and your decisions. And you just have to trust God is in the center of this thing. Uh-huh. I will just believe in him and trust in him and use him as my tool for forgiveness, he'll do the rest. And it's a process. It's not immediate. You can't just be like, I forgive you. And (laughs) it's all good. Right. It's a long process. Obviously like never trust your feelings, but in this case, it feels like you have to believe the truth and then your feelings hopefully will catch up. Your emotions will follow suit when you turn the key. Absolutely. What made you guys say, in the realm of business, entrepreneurship, why stay there when not only you have the spiritual hurt, but then you also have the like lack of trust in this area? Almost five years ago, when I felt the spark of entrepreneurship, 
And I felt the Lord and I knew he spoke in my life and said that I was going to be a marketplace ministry. That's the spark wow. and the fire that keeps me going. Even though there was times that it, it was on the brink of being extinguished, there was still this passion, no matter what I did, no matter what I researched. I mean, I was looking at corporate jobs. I was looking at all different options. The fire was always there. And I knew that Jesus had lit that fire. If I was ever going to feel fulfilled, I had to pursue it. So I fought through the hurt. I fought through financial struggles. I fought through definitely emotional struggles, marital struggles. I mean, across the board, we were like spiraling. In retrospect, looking at it where you have this spark where the Lord's call you to market ministry, you go into business and then the business feels is taken away, like stripped away from your life. I mean, what causes you to keep in the calling and say, okay, I don't think that's it. Cause I think myself or maybe others might think, okay, well, that's what it was for. But what made you say, oh, I think there's more. Is that just deep prayer with the Lord? Or how do you know that it didn't have an expiration date? It's really just hearing from him. It's hard to even explain that, right? Right. It is. <laughs> right. It's so subtle sometimes. It's almost like a fleeting thought will come, but it sticks. Yeah. And, and, and it has substance to it. I mean, you may be thinking about what you're going to eat for lunch. And that really usually has mm-hmm. not a whole lot of substance. But when the Lord speaks, it really has weight to it yeah. where it's tangible. And that's what's happened. So just over and over again, the Lord has just sp- talked through this thing with me. Mm-hmm. Just, just piece by piece. It, it may be a week where I don't hear much of anything, mm-hmm. but I'm still holding on to the, what he said last week. And then lo and behold, when I need to hear him, he shows up every single time. Yeah. So I feel like it's important to kind of piece this storyline together. So I'm going to kind of tell you where we came from and where we're at. Please do, because all I know is that you guys were making so many trips across the three mile bridge, putting tons of miles on your car, serving our city (laughs) with amazing, delicious donuts and I'm here for this story. I've been so excited for this interview. So yes, you go for it and I will follow up, of course, with questions. (laughs) We'll start there. So we're making the trip from Destin to Pensacola every morning. I'm getting up around midnight, one o'clock in the morning, making the donuts, shipping them over, setting up our shop. And then obviously we were, you know, very successful. Yeah. And for friends outside of this area, that is a haul. It is a hike and a half. It is an hour or more. And then on top of the traffic that can occur on the three mile bridge at any time of the day, you guys were making a sacrifice for our city. (laughs) So we were doing that every day and it finally got to a point. It's like, man, I'm not even around my family. So if I'm going to keep doing this thing and follow the Lord, I've got to move to Pensacola. So lo and behold, the Lord gives us a space in downtown that's on the street that our business is going to be on. And we have one day to move out of our place and move into our new place. Your house or your business space? Everything. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, everything. So we did. We we made the move to Pensacola. You know, we have obviously our space in Southtown that we're planning out, looking to open. Yes. I love the location. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll get to that. Throughout this, we moved to Pensacola. Business is going through. Everything's good. We get served legal papers from our former employer, basically saying, if you don't stop what you're doing, we will take any and all legal action to destroy what you're doing. And it was like the biggest heartbreak for my family and I. And we prayed about it. My immediate reaction was, I helped build your business. 
I know every single gameplay that you do, and I'm going to do everything that you did better. That competitive just kind of came up in you. Absolutely. Entrepreneur. I was a five sport athlete. Like, this is what I do. And I've yeah. done my whole life. So I'm ready. I'm like, this is the moment I've been waiting for. And one day the Lord, the Lord was just like, you need to honor them. So I'm like, for sure, I'll honor them in any way. I, I mean, I won't destroy their business, but I'm going to beat them. And he just keeps going. You need to honor them. And finally got to the point that I realized what he was saying. He brought up the story of, of Abraham and Isaac, where Abraham, you know, obviously is going to sacrifice Isaac. His son, yeah. And then the Lord gives him uh, the ram. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's no way that you want me to lay this thing down. There's no way. Meaning like the business, like grind and glaze, what we know. Grind and glaze, what we know. I knew that I knew he was telling me that was what was going to honor him and my former employer. Ryan, this is not at all where I thought this story was going. My gosh. Okay. Tell me more. My heart kind of breaks at the same time because I... I'm not just like smiling and like laughing that off. That's usually my go-to with pain. I'm like, oh, we'll get through it, Optimus. I mean, I know that you have a son and I know that you have one on the way, but like, that's like third child. It's my baby. Yeah. Total Abraham Isaac moment. And and it really allowed me to like kind of feel in in the smallest percentage of what Abraham was feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was going to kill his son. I think we read that story and it's like, for some reason, it's hard to understand that. And there's no way we ever could. But he was literally going to kill his son. He made up his mind, tied him yeah. to the altar as if I'm going to kill my business. I knew I had to lay it down. So I did. Yeah. I always think of Abraham in that long walk up the mountain too. And I'm like, you had to make that long walk knowing what you were going to do, like putting all of that in action before it actually happened. So keep going. But I just, I think my heart is breaking for you in this part of your story. So that's where I'm at. So I'm, I'm still on the long walk. And I called my landlord, asked him, hey, I I have to do this. I have to honor my former employer with this. How do I get out? It cost me $15,000 to get out. And something the Lord's really showed me is there is almost a transaction for honor, right? Like there's a price for honor. You know what I'm saying? You have to spend spend something to honor. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I'm really starting to understand this, this truth. So I laid it down and that's when we went on staff with Echo Life and had really kind of given up. I always had hope in my heart, Lord, I know you can bring this thing back around, but it could be 10 years from now. And I had really given up hope. And I was driving to work one day, sitting at a stoplight and that small, still voice came into my heart and said, (laughs) and this is going to sound so funny. He said, I didn't want you to, to drop your entire business. I just wanted you to drop the donuts. What? Wow. Okay. Right. That's where the passion was, was, was the donut. So I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? And I felt like the Lord told me that he wanted me to do acai bowls. Oh my gosh. I love that. That is amazing. Okay. So is that where you're at now? Like you guys are walking towards some fruitful, like this is fruitful. Like it was like the decision literally and physically is fruitful. Oh, dude. So this is hilarious. So listen to this. The Lord through this, he kept bringing up um, the word unfruitful. Okay. While I'm not pursuing my dream, he keeps bringing up unfruitful, unfruitful. So I'm researching this word. Like I'm digging deep, deep, deep. Like what is like, what do you say? And that word actually translated in the Greek, unfruitful means not yielding what you ought to yield. Not yielding what you ought to yield. 
And I was like, I have never thought of the word unfruitful like that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I'm just not yielding what I should be yielding. It's not that I'm dead or I'm not doing what I'm so. I'm just not yielding what I ought to be. And that's really where this thing started bubbling up. And I thought, oh my gosh, so this is you. So acai bowls, like, what should I name it? So like the Lord told me to name it bear fruit bowls and coffee. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Okay. So say the name again, bear fruit bowls and coffee. Bowls and coffee. It makes sense. Bear fruit, bowls and coffee. There's one more plot twist. We obviously terminated our lease in downtown. We didn't have the option to go into the space that we were in. Okay. So when he tells me this, I'm like, I have no idea where to go. But I just had a buddy. I'm good friends with some of the people in Inner Life. Mm-hmm. This is a surf shop. They just shut down one of their locations on the beach, on Pensacola Beach, on the pier. Yeah. That's where I'm sitting at right now. Oh my gosh. In my mind, I had you downtown, but you're on the pier, Pensacola Beach. That makes complete sense. That is so exciting. Wow. Bear fruit bowls and coffee. When are you guys launching? Do you guys have a launch date in mind? It's tentative. I'm looking for March 12th. So much sooner than what I thought. (laughs) That is great because you guys will be there in the middle of spring break for everyone to come and enjoy. And then also the fullness of all summer long. That is incredible. Okay. So you guys are on the pier for those who are like vacationing. Like it's we're near like the beach ball. Like if they kind of come to the beach ball, water tower, like they can pretty much find you guys. Right. hundred percent. It's right next to casino beach bar and grill. Yep. And look for the massive pier. We're right there. Have you had to rebrand in everything? I mean, obviously, like what's that been like? Oh my gosh. So it's been crazy. So this just happened just to give you a timeline. When I first heard that call, it was February. It was after Valentine's Day, February 25th, 26th. And it's now March 1st. I know. So this is like in a matter of days, which is so funny because you and I started emailing in December and this is now the time where we were supposed to talk. So like trust the process. How does Alexis feel throughout all of this? Like how has it been for you guys as a unit, as a power couple? Yeah. So it's been amazing. It was really amazing to take a break, work at the church, get loved on so, so, so much. Yeah. And we needed it. When we were in Destin, we didn't have community. When we were in Santa Rosa Beach, we didn't have community. When we got to Pensacola and got connected with an amazing church called Devotion, mm-hmm. which used to be Adventure, they like really brought us in, loved on us. And then when we went to Echo Life, they just like loved on us. Yeah. And we needed it. It sounds so weird to say that you need to be loved on. Mm-hmm. But people need that. Like we are fragile people who get hurt constantly. Like the Lord refers to us as sheep, mm-hmm. right? Sheep are known to hurt themselves constantly. Yeah. And sometimes we just need some love. And that's what we needed. We really just needed a good, healthy dose of love. That's what that season was. And it was so good for our marriage. Our marriage flourished from when we moved to Pensacola. Just to have other couples and people that have walked through pain and can say, hey, I've been there. You're going to get through this and we're here to walk you through it. And then once we launch the business, it's just so funny. Like those things that are deep in you and passions that once they sit dormant for a little bit and you bring them back up, like my wife loves to make things beautiful and aesthetic. She loves social media. Mm-hmm. She loves like marketing and like painting and looking for antiques and things that will just pop out the store. 
like her soul right now is just happy because she's getting to do those things. Transaction for honor comes with sacrifice, but also comes with the blessing of being obedient. So good. You all would have seen the water every day, but you will spend eight hours a day looking at the water right out your window. And I, I can't help but just think that you appreciating like what is right before your eyes, which is the beautiful coast and the people here. Like we have an amazing Mm -hmm. community where we get to serve people from all over the world. I can't help but think that like brings so much joy to the father. I am so excited. Mm -hmm. This is like the best news. And I have seen Alexis, like the work that kind of through social media, I am so excited for you guys both to be able to like run in your strengths full force into this. Hey again, it's Coley. Before I launched Still With You five years ago, I read endless how-to articles promising a smooth and simple podcasting startup plan, but they only left me more confused and discouraged. I wanted a space for what I truly needed, practical, trusted information with personal encouragement, which is why I started How To Podcast with Coley Browning, a fun, easy, encouraging step-by-step guide to create and launch your own podcast today. In this you will discover your podcast purpose, plan your show step-by-step, and publish and promote your work. Don't just listen to podcasts, participate in the conversation. Start your own show today. And for a little bit of extra help in the process, you can use How to Podcast with Coley Browning, a fun, easy, step-by-step guide to create and launch your own podcast today. You can find more information by visiting coleybrowning.com. Click How to Podcast with Coley Browning. Press record and start sharing your story. I'm sitting here amazed because of your honesty and the fact that you allowed not just like an inner circle, but seriously, you have allowed a whole city to watch you guys walk through this road, the rough parts be like, and being obedient. Like I think about some of the work that I do here, like for the podcast, the fact that you guys have just like laid this out where you're saying like, this is what happened. And now this is the direct, I can't get over like how you are being so transparent about the entire story. Like when do you ever fear Mm -hmm. that when someone will hear this, that they'll misconstrue or that you've like shared too much? Like, how do you know when you're supposed to share or not share in regards to like a business? Like you've been really brave about inviting us in. Yeah. So I live a life and I'm not normal, like (laughs) by normal standards, I'm not, but I, I live a life where I feel fully known by God. And I feel like I hold nothing back from him. When I know I'm accepted from him, and I know that he sees everything I do, it gives you so much courage to just be open about everything. You know, this business isn't about me, right? Yeah. Nothing I do, I really feel like anymore is about me. I just feel like it's me walking with him. That's the story of being a city on a hill for the whole world to see. That's how I really feel. I feel like it's a beautiful thing to walk with the Lord and to share with people One of the saddest things that I've seen in the business realm is when you see crazy successful businessmen and women, and they believe that their success is from their hard work 
for from making the right moves and the right decisions, hiring the right people. What a discredit to the one who's really blessing you. Yeah. So that's why I'm so honest because if this thing's successful, all glory to God, there is no way ever that I could be qualified or have the skill set to be doing what I'm doing. But isn't that the story that God uses unlikely people to do incredible things? Just a guy and girl from Indiana and now he brought you to something that has been on your heart all along, which is like serving the people of the coast, honoring him. And he gets all the glory. Right. I did not expect any of this, but I am so excited for you guys. This is incredible. (laughs) Have you already found homes for this on social media, like website? Can you share any places for us to follow and support? And again, you said March 12th. I'll definitely keep everyone updated with this. Everything on Grind and Glaze is now going to switch to bear fruit bowls and coffee. So if we are following Grind and Glaze, we can stay connected? Yep. So it, you will see the name change. Everything will switch over. The branding will switch over. That's all going to happen this week. Goodness, you guys are working so hard. I can't even imagine. Like that and having a baby. Tell me what that part of your life has been like too. This is, you all are having a a boy, right? This is your second son? Second boy. His name is going to be Sonny. That's so cute. So we've got Sonny and Ramsey. It's amazing. I don't know if you've ever met my wife in person. I have not, but I just follow her on Instagram. So when you say like, she's great with aesthetics, I'm like, I know I've seen some of her photos. She's very, she's a creative. (laughs) Yeah. She's awesome. You need to meet my wife because she is very pregnant right now. Like belly full popping out pregnant. Like you guys are two months away from two. I mean, anytime. I don't know. (laughs) Beginning of May. Oh my gosh. A business opening and a baby. You guys are insane. So this girl, I'm serious. I cannot talk up my wife more, honor her more. She is the most powerful woman. One, because she keeps up with me. Yesterday, I call her. I'm like, hey, I need all this wood because I just built a bar. It's like, hey, I need all this wood from the shop. She's here. And she's never used a power tool in her life. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, what am I supposed to do? And I said, well, you just need to cut it. And she's like, okay. Lo and behold, she cuts all the wood, hauls it all in her Toyota Corolla, brings it all to my workspace and then just drops it off like nothing happened. And I'm like, do you not realize like you are insanely powerful? And she she does it with such grace. Yeah. And insanely pregnant at this moment. Exactly. Dude, she's insane. So I encourage you to to get to know her, have coffee with her. I will. I definitely will. When I moved to Pensacola, my husband and I, when we moved in 2017, no, 2017, I think. I think about how the city was when I got here. I have seen it grow so much, even within like the past six years. Like it's insane to see how God has shifted not only us as like a body of believers, like with through the connections of churches. Right. Like, and I know we have so far to go, but the amount of people who have poured into serving people through businesses and like hard work and share stories such as yourself. When you think about like the, what people have told you about Pensacola, like what do they say when you got, are coming to invest in our city? Like what's your weave into that, into that role? It's beautiful. The, let me say this. The city of Pensacola is really set up for young entrepreneurs to thrive. Yeah. So we are part of we're blessed to be part of a program called The Spring. It's Quint Studer and uh, DC Reeves are the two guys that launched it. So the entire mentorship program is free and it connects you with, I would say, a hundred or so 
prominent businessmen and women in the community. And their sole goal is to make you successful. Wow. The number one thing any young entrepreneur could ever want is the spring. So we're surrounded with just amazing, amazing leaders. Like I, I will message them and just say like, hey, you know, I'm going through this legal thing. Is there anyone that can help me? Instantly, 30 minutes later, I'm connected with a lawyer that doesn't cost me anything, that they've been in the business for 25 years, and I get advice and help. It has been one of the number one resources for us to help grow our business and feel confident like we can do this thing. That is incredible. I have never met Quinn Suter personally. He like shook my hand when I worked at the Wahoos nice. for like a brief minute for the flight crew for the summer when I first moved here. When I think about my time in Pensacola, I think about specifically like him and his family and his team. I really admire the work that he's done. And that is incredible to see that how the impact really will influence thousands and also like the reach. Like I think of just like Pensacola, the pier in general, and how it's so busy. Like pretty much all season long, but especially during like the summer months and in the spring and, you know, even into the fall and like how the people who pay their own money to come visit here, like they save up all year long and then they can have a a beautiful moment at bare fruit bowls and coffee that they'll forever take home and hopefully be encouraged like in their faith when they show up, like they can experience like not only some amazing food and great fruit, but like a taste of his presence too. Mm-hmm. So good. Do you have anything like on the menu yet that you could like share? Everything is build your own. So we wanted the customers to have the full effect because acai bowls, it's, it's like almost this thing right now where it's trendy and it's like, you almost have to be trendy to be in them. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a barrier for some people. I'm thinking of the people back from my hometown, like my dad, if my dad were to come in and try to order an acai bowl, he would have no idea where to start. Oh, same. I mean, we're from the Midwest. Absolute same experience. (laughs) Yes. Like get this, my landlord, I won't tell you his name Mm -hmm. to save him from embarrassment. He's older. Mm -hmm. I told him that I wanted to open an acai bowl store. He was like, I love wasabi bowls. Wasabi bowls are some of my favorite things in the world. Probably you're not eating wasabi in a bowl. No. (laughs) Right. Right. So those are the people that I'm looking to reach. So everything's build your own. Think Chipotle, right? Chipotle, you go in, it's burrito or bowl. Here you'll come in, it's either smoothie or a bowl. You'll pick your base, you'll pick your size, you'll pick your protein, either almond butter or peanut butter, and then I'll have 12 options of fresh cut fruit and then other superfoods that you can put in there and you get to choose four. It's going to be so simple. You watch the process. Coconut included, right? Absolutely. So I'm going to have raw coconuts Mm -hmm. that will chop with machetes and then you can drink straight out of the coconut. That sounds divine. That is such (laughs) a brilliant business move too, because- Right now, all I know of is frozen yogurt and I get to build my own frozen yogurt bowl. I've never heard of building my own acai bowl, but that sounds so exciting because usually when I go to pick a bowl, there's a few things in there that I'm like more favor towards than the other. Like I'm like coconut, kiwi, add all the strawberries. Right Now that I get to make my own, it will be perfectly (laughs) for me exactly how I want it. And I don't have to spend my money on the extra things. I'm like, I I didn't prefer like the granola or something, you know, like Right, right. Bare fruit bowls and coffee. That's it. So thankful that you allowed me the space to like share this. This is exciting. Thank you. Is there anything that you want to talk about that we have not? The last thing definitely would be 
keep us in your prayers. Is there any specific way that you want us to pray for you guys? We always pray for strength. It's been so hard. I mean, I have put my hand to the plow almost like I never have in my life. We know that the harvest is plentiful, but we know that yeah. you know the laborers are few. So if there's someone out there that needs a job that's looking to be in a fun, safe environment where you can share your faith and mm-hmm. grow in your faith, those are the people that we want to see in here. It's, it's totally inclusive. Right. Like You don't have to be that person, right? I would love to see someone come in here and just have their lives transformed just by hanging out. Yeah. I know that you guys are going to find someone who's like the, uh, the best fit for this time and like opening. I'm, I, I believe it. You guys have stepped forward with such bravery, such obedience. I will be praying that you guys find the right team to come alongside you. you guys and the right people to continue to encourage and support you. You are welcome back here anytime, by the way. Like, I don't know what is next for the Ford family, but <laughs> I know you. this cannot be the end of it. You and Alexis both, anytime you want here. Thank you. The closing question we always ask on the show because the show is called Still With You. This comes from Psalms 139.18 that just says, and when I wake up, I'm still with you. And it's just really talking about like God's promise of how he doesn't leave us, even when we are asleep to really all the things that he's doing, like we can't see him, like he's still working and still present. And so Ryan, I want to ask you, where is God still with you? Uh, I feel like everywhere. (laughs) I wish I could pinpoint it. Man, he is in the smallest, smallest details of everything. Mm. And I think the number one place where the Lord is still with me and helping me grow is to see the tiniest thing. My mind works in monumental, massive, really big goals and plans. Yeah. And where I'm really growing, where the Lord is still with me, is in the really small things that... I think it moved my heart more than anything. Bear fruit bowls and coffee. Can't wait. It's going to be the best summer ever on the beach. That's right. Acai bowl in hand. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you so much. We're so honored that we could share our story. Thank you for having a platform that we could do that. Bear Fruit Bowls and Coffee is officially open. You can find Ryan, Alexis, and their incredible team on Pensacola Beach located on the pier. This is one of the best places. I love the concept of building your own acai bowl. It is the most fun. You can find Bear Fruit Bowls and Coffee on Instagram. Their handle is FL, Or you can visit their website, which we will share the link for this in the show notes for this episode. While you're there, please say hey to Ryan and thank him for taking time to be a part of the podcast. This conversation is one of my favorites and I will say it again, it is a true honor to have someone bear their heart and share such honesty in an interview. And I am so thankful for Ryan being here. So please make sure you tell him thank you while you are building your own acai bowl. And again, all the ways that you can connect with Ryan and Bear Fruit Bowls and Coffee will be in the show notes of this episode at coleybrowning.com. While you're there, send me a message connect let me know how i can pray for you or encourage you i am so excited to listen or you can connect with me on social media my handle is coley browning may i not forget to share that the incredible music you're listening to right now is from our songbird of the season yamari you're listening to her song where the light dances you can find this single on spotify apple music wherever you stream if you have not yet listened to yamari's episode on still with 
with you. Make sure you cue that up as well as connect with her on social media. Her handle is Yamari Official. We are so excited to share her music every single week on the podcast. This week, we talked about building our own acai bowls. And next week, we are visiting with a friend from Texas. Her name is Michelle, and she is talking about a house God is building. I cannot wait for you guys to catch that conversation. Thank you so much for taking a moment to hang out and listen. Until then, be bold, be brave, be you, and remember that he is still with you.